The, the Windsor Greyhounds are in cold camp tonight as they attempt to defend their legacy. Now play-by-play play action with Spencer Edwards. Thank you very much, Brian, and welcome in, everybody, to Cole Camp, Missouri. Here at Cole Camp High School, we've got a beautiful evening for high school football as we get set for Week 7 action here in the 2021 season. Hard to believe we're already at this point uh, in the year, but getting close to district time already, and we've got a good matchup here for you tonight as the undefeated number three in the state, depending on the polls, Windsor Greyhounds, but as Brian said, the defending state champs nonetheless come in here tonight getting ready for a Victory trying to go to 7-0 as they look to knock off the 4-2 Cole Camp Bluebirds. Cole Camp comes in here having a good season so far, and they've actually beaten three teams that are common opponents with Windsor. They've already beaten uh, all three of those, of course, one of which Windsor will play next Thursday night, that being Tipton, but they have wins over Wellington, Napoleon, along with Tipton and also Crestridge. So this is a Cole Camp team that is playing some good football right now, and Windsor will certainly have to be on their A game uh, here this evening. And again, back on the road, just wrapped up the two-game homestand. Of course, last week, Windsor easily defeated Wellington Napoleon last week by 30. But you know tonight that it's another week. And as they say in professional football and college football, humility is always just one week away. So certainly Coach Vinsel tonight he knows his team will have to come out here with their a game and be ready to go from the jump because you do not want an upset to a team that is also in your district so there's a very good possibility that these two teams could play again in postseason football so going to be a good matchup here tonight so glad you could be with us right here on 95.3 KDKD for Windsor Greyhound football before we get going tonight want to thank our outstanding Windsor sponsors you'll be hearing from them of course all night tonight, we want to thank uh, Central Missouri Community Credit Union, Gary's Towing, Henry County Library. Also, would like to thank the fine folks at T.H. Rogers Lumber, also Jams Creation and Boutique, State Farm Insurance, Windsor Furniture Company, Maryfield Pharmacy, the Boys Car Care Center, also the Windsor Farmers Co-op. Would like to thank as well Windsor Livestock Auction and the good folks at Rick's Tire. So those folks, all of those businesses, outstanding for the community and we are so glad that they could support Windsor Greyhound football this year without them it would not be possible uh, to bring you the coverage this season so the 6-0 defending state champ Windsor Greyhounds ready to take on the 4-2 Cole Camp Bluebirds here tonight coming your way in about four minutes or so here from Cole Camp we'll go ahead and take it back to the studios we'll have a two-minute break here be back get you set for the opening kick and the starting lineups right after this T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. 
Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. In your car, at your office, and on your computer. You're listening to 95.3 KDKD, Clinton, Missouri. Spencer Edwards back with you here in Cole Camp, Missouri, as we count down to kickoff here. Captain's out at midfield, awaiting the coin toss. A little bit warmer tonight than it has been, uh, certainly the first uh, several weeks of the season, and the heat wave coming back through. Uh, the West Central Missouri area, of course, uh, coming in, I think, 90 degrees tomorrow. So, But we do have a nice breeze tonight and certainly perfect uh, football weather again here tonight, even though it kind of feels a little bit like August again. But this Windsor team, of course, they are coming in here tonight, racking up the yards, averaging over 500 yards per game coming into the contest. They're averaging right at 42 points per game. So they've been pretty much unstoppable uh, on really both sides of the ball. We've seen what they can do on the defensive side. We know that this team can throw the football down the field as well. Uh, teams are having a really tough time stopping this Windsor passing attack, and it's going to be interesting to see tonight if Cole Camp is up to the task because we know that once Dylan Witherspoon gets the ball down the field, explosive things can happen. And you have a situation also, though, that presents an even tougher challenge when you've got number 3-0 back there in the backfield, and that's, of course, uh, Dalton Witherspoon. We know what he can do running the football. So this Windsor team, very tough to stop. Uh, Cole Camp, though, is a physical team. They like to come out. They'll run the football, uh, but they'll be pretty aggressive, I think, tonight on defense, and honestly, that's the best way to attack Windsor. You know, you have to take chances on defense. Uh, A lot of teams kind of lay back and play in zone coverage against a Windsor passing attack. They like to put six guys deep, but I really think, you know, Windsor, they have to be kept off balance. You have to make Dylan Witherspoon move around, and to do that, you've got to apply some pressure, and I wouldn't be surprised if Cole Camp tries that tonight. Uh, Teams have not had very much success, though, uh, when they've tried to blitz Windsor because the offensive line has played uh, very, very well. So Windsor's playing really good football. I think you can feel, you know, all six of these wins, uh, they've been really, really 
tough because they've kept their momentum. They haven't played down to the competition. They've come in ready to go, and it's going to be very important to do that, of course, here tonight and get off to a quick start. And speaking of quick starts, we will see that Windsor offense out there first as they deferred uh, – or actually Cole Camp, I should say, defer to the second half, so the Greyhounds will get the football first uh, here tonight. So we are ready to go here from Cole Camp tonight. Week 7, Bluebirds in the blue unis with the blue pants and the white numbers and the blue helmets, and the Greyhounds, of course, with those road white jerseys, black numbers, gold pants, and black helmets. As the kick is away, it's going to be a low kick, fielded on the run at the 20 by Hall, comes up right across the middle of the field and gets up over the 30 to about the 34. So short return there for J.J. Hall, and the Greyhounds will set up shot first down and 10. But as we've seen this year, of course, field position has not bothered this Windsor team. They can score from anywhere on the field. Last week, though, in the Wellnap game, they did have a situation where uh, Wellnap did run the football a little bit on them early. Uh, Wellington Napoleon had a couple runs, but they couldn't finish the drives off in scores. But uh, we did see that Windsor defensive line uh, get moved around a little bit early in the game, but after that, it was uh, tough sledding for Wellnap. And right out of the gate here, before the first snap, we got a false start on Windsor. Wow. So I think they got that on the near side hall. Uh, the receiver lined up here on the right side in front of the Cole Camp sideline, got started a little bit early. So uncharacteristic penalty there for the Greyhounds on, well, actually not even before the first play of the game. As that moves them back five. So first down and 15 here as Dylan Witherspoon going to come up under center to take the first snap of the game. little play action rollout. Rolls to his right, sets his feet, throws, and it's caught wide open. That's Peyton Witherspoon at the 40 over the 45 and up near midfield. So that'll get a big chunk of yards right back. Gain of 16 to move the chains. So an easy completion there. Peyton just running a shallow cross right over the middle. And that's what happens. You know, teams like to set back and play zone, but that opens up a lot of space there in the secondary. And that's going to be a pitch and catch all night. And that's where Colcam going to have to find a way to bring some pressure. They're going to have a four-man front here, first down and 10 for Windsor at their own 48. Ball on the right hash just shy of midfield. they got three wide receivers, two to the right. They're going to hand it off to Dalton Witherspoon off the right side with a nice lane up over midfield into Cole Camp territory as he takes it up over the 40. I think well, they may give him just shy of the 40 there. Looked like he got maybe the 38, but they're going to put it on the 41 of Cole Camp. So that's going to be, though, an easy gain of a 20 just like that around the right side. And they had that blocked perfectly there off right tackle as that will be one of those plays that is kind of the bread and butter play this year for Windsor as Johnson got the lead block on that play. Now they go back to the toss sweep to the left on first and 10. Dalton Witherspoon turns the corner as he's up over the 40, down to about the Cole Camp 30. So he's going to be up near another first down. And already the Windsor offensive line, they are doing a great job firing off the football, controlling the line of scrimmage. So that will be a gain of nine. Windsor ripping off big plays here on this opening drive. Second down and one from the Cole Camp 32. Here's a handoff inside, but it is stacked up. Nice job by the Bluebirds on the interior there. Big number 54, able to cave it in. Zach Thomas, that's a good football name there. <laughs> football fans, of course, will remember Zach Thomas, the uh, Hall of Famer for the Miami Dolphins. I know Clay Redford will remember Zach Thomas. Clay, of course, a big Miami Dolphin fan. 
And he's going to be dropped for a loss, a loss of two, third down and three. From the 35, they go direct snap, and there's Dalton Witherspoon, breaks it free off the left side. He's at the 10, the 5, touchdown. As he was untouched off the left side, that was just a direct snap to him. They had moved Dylan off to the side there, and they snap it directly to Dalton Witherspoon, and he rumbles in for about a 40-yard touchdown run, and Windsor takes the early lead. Six to nothing with 10.58 to go here in the first quarter. And, boy, that was a uh, impressive first series. Just the one play for loss. Everything else went for big yardage on that series. And it caps off a touchdown run there. Dalton had five touchdowns, of course, last week. They're going to go for two as Dylan rolls the pocket right, throws into the end zone, and it is caught by J.J. Hall. So the two-point conversion is good, and that was something last week Windsor did have some problems with. They missed five two-point conversions, but they strike first here early and look very impressive doing it as Windsor leads it 8 to nothing here early on, 10.58 to go in the first quarter. We'll take it back, 60-second timeout, back with the kick after this. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. Spencer Edwards back with you here in Cole Camp. Brian Fry, our studio producer tonight, as we've got an 8 to nothing ball game. Windsor already on the board here. Five-play drive ends in a touchdown run by Dalton Witherspoon. <laughs> we'll have to go look at the max prep stats to see just for sure how many touchdowns now Dalton has on the season, but he has a bunch as Windsor kicks it off here. And the return off the right side there for the Bluebirds up over the 20 actually near the 35, so pretty decent return there for Ben Steenbergen for Colcamp. So now we'll see what the Bluebirds can do here on offense for the first time here tonight. As they will start first down and 10, looks like they gave him the 37-yard line. So actually a decent return there on the kick of about 20 yards. So Cole Camp going to come out, tight set here. A couple backs in the backfield and out of the pistol formation. Going to hand it off inside. Here's Steenbergen, nice hole as he pounds his way up over the 45 near midfield. Well, he lowered the boom there on Peyton Witherspoon. So good hard run by uh, Steenbergen, the junior tailback, and he carries for a first down. So gain of 10 up to the 49-yard line. Kevin Shear, the head coach here at Cole Camp, been here a long time. He is a good head coach up here. He's won a lot of games. Actually started the football program, if I do recall, down at Skyline, but he has been at Cole Camp for a long time now. 
as their head coach. Here's a nice hole off the left side. That's a great run for the quarterback, Ethan Shear. And he carries for a gain of 20 into Windsor territory up over the 40 to the uh, 30, actually the 37 of Windsor. So gain of about 27 there. That's just a nice lane to run through. And that's what we saw a little bit last week in the Wellnap game. Windsor has had some games. Also, you even go back earlier in the season, the South Callaway game, where their defensive line did get moved around a little bit on the first series, and then they would kind of clamp down. But Cole Camp moving the ball here on their first drive. They go back to Steenbergen off the left side, and there's a lane for him up over the 30 to the 23. So Cole Camp, boy, they are coming out and putting together a nice drive as that's a gain of 13 to move the sticks. So they go right back to the go-to guy, Ben Steenbergen. Probably going to see a lot of those two tonight. Sheer, their quarterback, a good running quarterback as well. He is a junior. And this is a pretty experienced uh, Cole Camp team. Got several juniors out there, a few seniors as well. And they are motivated. Now, this is a rivalry game, and you know, as uh, the defending state champs and Windsor coming in here tonight, Cole Camp going to give their best shot. Sheer going to keep it on this play on first and 10, and he's up over the 25, down to about the 21-yard line. Shorter game that time as uh, Johnson and Peyton Witherspoon combined for the tackle for the Greyhounds. Boy, Dusty Johnson, tell you what, he's having a great year up on that defensive line, uh, making a lot of tackles. Of course, uh, Marshall Mankiti has been a big factor this year as well. But the thing with Windsor's D-line, they are so deep for a Class 1 team. They can move bodies in and out. They can put three, four new guys up on that line to stay fresh. But right now, Cole Camp putting together a good drive here. Second down and seven at the Windsor 21. Shear back to pass. Dumps it off in the flat left side. Caught by Steenbergen as he's going to go up over the 20 down to the 15-yard line. So Steenbergen, not a real big kid, but uh, fleet of foot. Pretty smooth out there. His first catch out of the backfield. And that'll put him in a third down and short, which that's what Coach Shearer, he's going to want that. Uh, you've got to stay in those third and manageables tonight if you're Cole Camp on offense. So third down and two here, ball at the Windsor 16. 9-21 to go here in the first quarter. Windsor leading at 8 to nothing. As they fake it up the middle, Shear will keep it off the left side. Quarterback keep to the 14-yard line. Well, he's going to be awfully close to the first down. We'll see where they want to spot it. And we may even have our first measurement of the night here. And really didn't look like Shear was able to stretch the ball out much. I think if he would have, he might have been able to get it across the stick. But I think they are going to put him down. Well, yeah, they are going to bring out the chains. So thought for a minute they were going to call it a fourth down and short. But they will bring the chain gang across and stretch this one out. Going to be about the nose of the football if he does get it here. They spotted him at about the 14 and a half as they will stretch the chains out here momentarily. And he is going to have it. First down, I believe. Yeah. So the Bluebirds get it by about the nose of the football on the quarterback keep. So it's been all Shear and Steenbergen on this drive. Nobody else is. Uh, had the football in their hands as of yet for Cole Camp, but it has been effective. With 9.05 left here in the first, they're going to have a first down and 10 at the Windsor 14-yard line. 
Ball on the left hash. They're going to send two wide receivers out to the left. Steenbergen in the backfield with Shear. Pistol set, and the snap goes right through Shear's hands as he fumbles it and has to fall on it back at the 25. So there's the first mistake tonight for Colcamp. That was a good snap, but Shear, I think, took his eye off the football a little bit too soon that time, and it cost him. So that will be a loss on the play of 10. Boy, that is a big play. That is a huge play there because they were down inside the red zone, and now that takes them back to the 24-yard line. And those are the kind of mistakes right there that will just kill you. It's a team like Windsor. You have to be able to take care of the football and be able to convert in red zone situations. But now this just got a lot harder for Cole Camp as Shear going to hand off inside. Steenbergen, nowhere to go as he runs right into a wall. Seth Roberts comes up, makes a nice tackle right there, right at the line of scrimmage. I think uh, Steenbergen just barely was able to get back there, so that is going to be a third down now, third and 20 at the 24-yard line for Cole Camp. And that time where Roberts came in on that right outside linebacker spot, just filled the gap perfectly and made a big play. So that fumbled snap really now. A factor coming back to haunt Cole Camp. Here's a third down and 20 at the Windsor 24. Sheer going to the air. Deep left sideline into the end zone with the pass, and it's incomplete. Cole Camp wanting pass interference, but no call was made as Gentry Degman was the intended receiver, and that ball actually was may have been, could have made a call that was uncatchable as Peyton Witherspoon had really good one-on-one coverage on him and uh, would have been very, very tough to throw the flag there. It was a little bit of contact, but... Pass was uh, well thrown into the back of the end zone, a good five yards beyond Deckman, the intended receiver. So that makes a fourth down and 20, and we'll see what Coach Shear wants to do now. Ball on the Windsor 24, and it looks like he's going to keep the offense out there. So tied into the left, bunch formation, three wide receivers to the right. Back to pass. It is Shear, and he is sacked at the 30-yard line. Sacked immediately by Caleb Eaton as he tried to step up in the pocket and nowhere to go with the football. Man, what a swing and momentum on that drive. Cole Camp was making it look easy, moving the ball down the field, had it at the Windsor 14, then a fumbled snap, loss of 10, and then everything went south from there. So the Windsor defense really played really well those last two plays, but you could also say they caught a little bit of a break as well because that fumble changed the whole series. So now Windsor will take over. After getting that big stop on fourth down, it'll be first down and 10 for the Greyhounds at their own 30-yard line. 7.35 to go here in the first quarter. Windsor with an 8-0 lead after the touchdown. 40-yard run by Dalton Witherspoon. Here's Dylan Witherspoon now out of the shotgun. Takes the snap, keeps it around the right side, turns the corner up over the 40, and he's going to have about the 42. That'll be a gain of 12 and a first down for the Greyhounds. Where Windsor already with five first downs here in this game. They have been ripping off some huge plays from the line of scrimmage. Windsor only one stop for loss so far on the defensive side. Cole Camp, they are playing that four-man front, really not able to get much pressure uh, to this point up on the line. So first down and 10 from the 42 here. And really, Cole Camp hasn't showed any blitz as of yet. They've got three linebackers. It's a 4-3 defense, but just a straight four-man rush. As Dylan back to pass, throws over the middle of the field, caught at the Cole Camp 45, and now yards after the catch. 
Cody Combs, good to see him back. Cody takes it to the 45, but he goes down hard. He gets tackled, and this doesn't look good. As his knee, I think, may have gotten twisted back. Boy, it was a 15-yard catch and run, easily a first down. And, man, you hate to see this because Cody was out last week due to COVID quarantine and is down here on the field right in front of the Cole Camp bench. And I don't know, this does not look good. Coach Shear uh, immediately was waving over uh, the Windsor coaches. And you just hope it's not a knee situation or something where it got twisted back. But it certainly did not look good. So we are going to have, as uh, Cody is able to get up under his own power initially, but then he's not able to, well, he is putting a little bit of weight on it, but not much as I think he just had one of those cases where he got tackled from the backside, so that knee got twisted around as he had space to run, and he is trying to walk on it. He's being helped off by a couple Windsor coaches as well. But Cody, boy, he's been a, a nice addition to this Windsor team this year on offense. Has caught a couple touchdown passes and uh, caught a, a really nice touchdown in that game up at University Academy a few weeks ago, so you certainly hate to see that as he comes off the field uh, gingerly there, but that certainly, you know, at first glance looked really, really bad, and it doesn't look as bad now. It's just good to see he's got some weight on it and is able to at least come off with a little bit of his own strength. So after the play, though, it was a gain of 15 and a first down. They spotted him at the Cole Camp 45 as uh, Dylan Witherspoon is already a perfect 4 of 4 passing already in the ballgame. So 7-11 to go in the first quarter. Windsor on the move again, already trying to add to the 8-0 lead as Dylan under center going to hand to Dalton off the left side, angling towards the sideline, now gets around the edge as he's up over the Cole Camp 40, down to the 38. So another nice pickup for Dalton Witherspoon, gain of about 6 as they are continuing to just run those off-tackle plays. Of course, that one was actually more of a sweep to that left side. And they are unstoppable right now. Cole Camp not showing any ability to get any pressure, staying with that four-man rush as well. So second down and four now for Windsor. As they check the wristbands, going to move Dalton over from the right to the left side. They've got four wide receivers out of the shotgun. Dylan Long count this time, takes a snap, hands to Dalton off right tackle, breaks free again, has a lane at the 30, and dives up over a defender as he takes it down to the 25. So that will be another first down run. As Dalton, again, right off the right tackle there. Strathman with the tackle for the Bluebirds. But, man, they are making it look easy right now on offense, running and throwing. And they have been about as balanced as well. They have mixed in the run and the pass perfectly these first couple series. So first down and 10 for the Greyhounds from the Cole Camp 25. They motion haul across the formation, rolling out left is Dylan. Fires it deep down the left side. It is caught in the end zone. Touchdown at Windsor as that is going to be a grab there for the 35 of Dylan White, the junior wide receiver, his first touchdown of the season. And, boy, that was a beautiful pass from Dylan Witherspoon of about 50 yards, put it right on the money. And Windsor lighting up the scoreboard here early on as they now take a 14 to nothing lead, 5.57 to go here in the first quarter. And Cole Camp's going to take a timeout here even before the two-point conversion. So Coach Shear wanted to talk things over a little bit. So we'll take a 30-second timeout here, be back two-point conversion when we come back after this. 
Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. Back here at Cole Camp. Scoreboard already in favor of the Greyhounds. 14 to nothing with 5.57 to go. Just had another touchdown put up on the board. This time a pass as Dylan Witherspoon connecting with Dylan White. And Dylan, of course, came in for the injured Cody Combs, who had to come out a couple plays before that due to injury. And it really doesn't look like Cody will be able to come back in the game. But, hey, that's what good teams do, though. Next man up mentality and you bring the kid in off the bench, and he catches a touchdown pass. So they will go for two here. They got the last one as Dylan Witherspoon out of the shotgun takes the snap, just going to run a keeper off the right side, gets the block from Dalton, and he is in there for the two-point conversion. So wins are much better already tonight on those two-pointers as they take a 16 to nothing lead with 5.57 to go here in the first. So the high-flying attack is back in business already in this one for the Greyhounds with still a good chunk of the first quarter remaining. So we'll take a 60-second break. Right back with a kick after this on KDKD. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. Welcome back here to Cole Camp as the Greyhounds with a early big lead here, 16 to nothing. 40-yard touchdown run for Dalton Witherspoon and a 50-yard pass from Dylan Witherspoon to Dylan White. So the Dylan and the Daltons are uh, back at it again here tonight for Windsor. Here's a nice return, though, for Cole Camp coming back the other way off the kick up over the 30 to the 40 and to the 46 with a good return for number 20, that being Grady Strathman, out a 30-yard return. So good field position for Cole Camp, and really, man, this game is turned in a hurry because they had a good drive going on their first series, moving the ball down, then had that fumbled snap on a big third down play, took them out of the red zone, and then two plays later, they had already turned it back over to Windsor on downs as they went for it on a fourth and long. So this is a very important series here for Cole Camp, already having to play some early catch-up here with 5.47 to go in the first quarter. As they run the zone read, keeping it is the quarterback, Shear, and he takes the football up to midfield. So short gain that time. And you get the sense that's kind of been the M.O. this year for Windsor. 
you know, they give up a couple yards on a first series, then they get things figured out, and they're basically like, well, we're not giving you any more. And uh, I think yards will probably get harder to come by here for Cole Camp as we move along, and that's where they may get that zone read figured out a little bit more and force Shear to hand that off. You know, Shear is a kind of a quarterback that likes to run. He'll try to keep that zone read play most of the time. But if you can force him to keep keep him in between the tackles, it's going to bode well for Windsor on defense. Here's a handoff to Strathman off the right side. He's up over midfield. Short gain again, though, as he takes it into Windsor territory uh, to about the 48, actually about the 49. So they gave him a few there. Gain of about two, we'll call it. So it'll be third down and a long eight for the Bluebirds at the 49-yard line. Ball just across that midfield stripe, setting right in the middle of the field. 434 left in the first quarter. But very important, as we talked about in the pregame, to get off on the right foot tonight for Windsor, and they have done that against a Cole Camp team that came in here playing some good football, had a winning record, 4-2 and two on the year. And uh, you knew this was going to be a game that, you know, you had to bring your A game early as Shear hands off here off the right side to Strathman again. Short gain takes it to the Windsor 46. So they're now, you know, getting those two and three yard gains as opposed to seven or eight like they had on that first series. And now they face another fourth down situation. And it looks like Coach Shear, he's staying aggressive. They're going to go for this. Ball is in Windsor territory. But it's fourth down and a long three at the 46. So, nope, they will. Well, they showed an offensive formation, and then it looked like Shear was going to punt it. was going to be a, maybe a pooch punt, but a flag is thrown, and it's a false start on Cole Camps. So somebody had moved on that right side a little early, and I think they were just going to go ahead and punt that ball. And now I would be shocked if they don't uh, just line up and punt it away with a traditional set as opposed to going to kind of a, a formation where they kind of try to make you think they may go for it. Now you're just uh, too far back deep. That penalty takes it across midfield. So Shear will go ahead and punt it from his own 41. Punts it right to Dylan Witherspoon, and he's got a full head of steam to the 25 to the 30, up to the 40 as they run him out of bounds there. And, man, that, that could have been a lot worse. That ball was literally kicked right to him, and you got a guy like Dylan that's got blazing speed. And, you know, you got to make him move on punch. You can't let him catch it that easy. So Cole Camp, very fortunate that one didn't get run back. So the Greyhounds will start here, first down and 10. They're already 2 of 2 on their first two series on scoring drives. We'll see if they can make it 3 of 3 here with 3.28 left in the first quarter. Leading at 16 to nothing, they start first and 10 at their own 40. They got three wide receivers inside handoff here. They're going to go up the middle. Here's J.J. Hall. He's got a lane to the 45 over midfield and all the way to the Cole Camp 46. That'll be a gain of 15 yards and move the sticks again. And we're just seeing some huge, huge running lanes opening up in this first quarter for Windsor. I mean, that old line doing a great job, man. Keedy at right tackle with a block there. Coach Shear, he knows they've got to try to get something figured out here on defense. He's going to take another timeout. So 3.20 to go here in the uh, first quarter of play. Windsor leading 16 zip. We'll take it back for a 30-second timeout here. Back after this on KDKD, your home for Windsor football. 
The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. 3.20 left here in our first quarter. All wins are so far. 16 to nothing and uh, second timeout taken there by Cole Camp of the night. Coach Shear not very happy right now with his defense, giving up huge plays. Cole Camp already has given up close to 200 yards of total offense, and we're not even out of the first quarter yet. And Windsor looking for more. So they've got a first down and 10 here coming out of the Cole Camp timeout at the 46 of the Bluebirds. Out of the shotgun, straight drop all day to throw for Dylan Witherspoon as he lets it rip, and it is going to be caught inbounds down at the 25-yard line. That is a beautiful pass as Peyton Witherspoon reels it in. But, man, he had all day to throw that football, could survey everybody down the field, and then just threw a perfect strike. But Dylan, you know, you got to get pressure on him, but honestly, he's the kind of kid he almost throws about as well on the run as he does in the pocket. But that time he had uh, more than enough time. He didn't even have to step up in the pocket. Is Dylan going to hand off here to Peyton around the left side? little jet sweep. We get a flag thrown as uh, Peyton taken down. Right at the line of scrimmage, no gain on the play. It looks like this penalty will be on the Greyhounds. As Ives makes the tackle for Camp, And this will be coming back, though. It's going to be a hold on Windsor. So that will negate, uh, well, won't negate anything because the previous run was a, a no-gainer. So that takes it back five, though, to about the 34 of Camp. And that'll make it a repeat of a first down, I believe. It's going to be first down and about 20 here after the penalty. So Windsor going to spread it out again here. Five wide receivers, three to the right side. As they roll Dylan this time out of the pocket, surveys the field, now moves back to his right. Still looking downfield, though. Let's it fly back across his body, and it's going to be caught. But they're going to say he was out of bounds. Boy, almost a spectacular play. Uh, J.J. Hall made the catch, but he ran out of real estate. Would have gone, actually, would have gone for big yards, but would have still been short of the first down because they needed 20 there. But that's what Dylan can do, man. You move him out of the pocket, he can just roll back the other way and has no problem throwing back against his body and almost converted that pass. So it brings up second down and 20 at the 34-yard line for Windsor with 2.56 left here in the first quarter. Cole Camp staying pretty much straight-up defense. Two deep safeties, three linebackers, and a four-man rush. You're going to rush four again. And, again, buying time as Dylan dumps it out in the flat to Dalton on the screen off the left side. Breaks the tackle to 30. There he goes down the sideline. 10, 5, touchdown. Dalton Witherspoon put another one on the board. Man. And you can see that develop. That was the old screen off the left side. They let the three down linemen for Cole Camp come after Dylan, and he just floated it right over the top. And Dalton Witherspoon 
Touchdown number two on the night already. And that was a receiving one. First one was on the ground. And that'll make it 22 to nothing in favor of the Greyhounds with 2.43 to go in the first quarter. Man, Windsor on pace to score about 70 points here tonight. It'd be a season high at this rate for them. By far the most points they've scored uh, this early in the game this year, so they will go for two again. They've gotten the last two. Not doing any of the swinging gate tonight. It's just straight up. And they're just going to direct snap it off the left side to Dalton, and he spins his way in there. Two-point conversion is good. And the Greyhounds flexing their muscles tonight. 24 to nothing with 2.43 to go in the first. All Greyhounds. So we'll take it back. 60-second break. Kick when we come back after this. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. TH Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. TH Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, TH Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local TH Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. left to go in the first quarter. Windsor racking up the yards and the points already in this one on top, 24 to nothing. Just had a 60-yard touchdown pass. Dylan Witherspoon to Dalton on a screen play. And now the Greyhounds kick off short kick this time, fielded by the up man at the 40 for Cole Camp. And he's going to take it to the 45 on the short return, that being Brant with the return. But the Cole Camp defense, no answer at all. The first three drives for Windsor, this high-powered attack, and they have done that to a lot of teams so far. As I mentioned at the top of the broadcast tonight, averaging uh, 45 points a game, but uh, they are uh, on pace to outdo that by a mile uh, if they stay at this rate of scoring tonight for sure. And really, we've seen the first several games for Windsor. Most of their scoring has actually come in the second half. Uh, you know, Really, they've gone into the halftime locker room with about 20 points on the board in in these last three games but here tonight they've got 24 up there and we've still got 231 to go in the first quarter so they are well above pace so far as sheer on first and 10 carries for a short gain there of about a yard and these last couple tries for cold camp we've seen their running game just evaporate and it's just kind of weird how it's played out really like the last four games have for windsor they give up some yards on the first couple plays when the other team has the ball and then they just shut everything down the difference being though in this one Cole Camp didn't score on their first drive as they go toss sweep here Steenberg a nice run as he cuts across the grain and gets up over the 45 down to the 40 yard line so that'll be a first down run and that's the first first down for Cole Camp in a while as uh, he carries for 15 to move the sticks so Steenberg probably two missed tackles away there 
from carrying that one possibly for a touchdown. And that play was just a, a sweep to the left. It was totally designed to go that way. He went ahead and cut it back and was able to find that cut back lane a little bit, even though he was out in front of his blockers. So first down and 10 at the 40 for Cole Camp, the 40 of Windsor. They hand off here Steenberg and again cuts back inside and gets down to the 35-yard line. So some more positive yards there. That was just a straight inside handoff. Lead tackle there made by Dusty Johnson for the Greyhounds. Clock moving with 126 to go here in the first. Greyhounds back at home. Next week will be a Thursday night game. They will play Tipton at home. But again, uh, make a note down on the schedule there. They've moved it to Thursday night. I think due to uh, lack of officials, uh, didn't have officials available on Friday night. So I think that's one of the reasons we heard uh, why they decided to move that ball game next week. So second down and six here for Cole Camp with under a minute to go in the first quarter. Just a draw here, sheer on the quarterback keeper, nothing doing as he's taken down right at the original line of scrimmage. Nice tackle made there inside by the 57 of Corbin Terry. So down to 40 seconds and counting. Third down and about five coming up for Cole Camp here at the Windsor 35-yard line. So we'll see how Cole Camp wants to play this. They may just go ahead and take this play clock all the way down, and they may have time to run. thought they were going to try to run at least two more plays, but they may only have time for one more. As they break the huddle, hurry up to the line. Play clock's down to three. Game clock at 18. They get the snap off just barely as Shear rolls out of the pocket to the right side, tries to throw back across his body, and it's incomplete. So the pass way too low. Tried to get it out to Strathman. Or, excuse me, Brant, rather. So that falls to the ground to stop the clock with 12.1 on the first quarter clock. But that does buy him at least one more play here. But it is going to be fourth down, though. Fourth down and five. Bluebirds punted on the last uh, fourth down. But they are deeper into Windsor territory, so they may want to go for this. Looks like they will. So fourth down and five at the Windsor 35. Twelve seconds to go here in the first quarter. Just going to run a toss sweep off to the left. Steenbergen gets around the corner over the 30, down to about the Windsor 26. So he's going to be awfully close to the first down, but... A flag comes out. So this one may be coming back. And they actually said Steenbergen was able to get out of bounds. So that stopped the clock with 6.8 left. But we'll check on the penalty. Probably going to be a hold, I would guess. And it is on Cole Camp. So that will negate a good run there by Steenbergen and make it a fourth down and even longer now. Call it fourth down and 19 to go. It was fourth down and 10 anyway on that previous play. So now the ball just across midfield, but Coach Shear may go for this here. Not much to lose here. Already down 24 zip right at the end of the first quarter. Looks like they will. So they got trips to the left side, trips to the near side. So six receivers, and they just throw it out in the flat. Passes batted down, intended for Brant, but a flag is thrown by the far side line judge. And we'll see what they get here. That was kind of an odd-looking play. I don't know if they're going to say there was some maybe pass interference there on Windsor. It's going to be a false start 
on Cole Camp, looks like. Penalty is declined, and it will be a turnover on down. So Windsor's actually going to get the ball back with 3.4 seconds to go here in the first quarter. So that play, just a disaster for Cole Camp there. Uh, two costly penalties right there at the end of that series for the Bluebirds. And now <laughs> the case is here. The ball's at midfield. Shoot, Windsor's got a chance to, to take another shot down the field. You might as well put one up here, see what you can get. 3.4 on the clock. And we know how far Dylan can throw the football for sure. So wouldn't be surprised if they take a deep shot. Windsor back out there on offense. Got a man coming onto the field late. Get the, well, he's the center. So certainly need him out there. And they are set, ready to go. So they show four wide receivers. Dalton Witherspoon in the backfield. They're going to motion haul across the formation from left to right. They're just going to give it to Dalton. So they stayed conservative there and just run it up the middle to run out the clock. So that takes us to the end of the first quarter, and a dominant first quarter it was for the defending state champs as they lead this one after one, 24 to nothing, trying to go to 7-0 with the win here this evening. 60-second timeout, back with quarter number two when we come back. Windsor will still have the football as well here on KDKD. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. Spencer Edwards back with you here tonight in Cole Camp, flying solo this evening. Glad you could be with us. Brian Fry back at the studios at the controls. Windsor all over Cole Camp here after one quarter, 24 to nothing. 40-yard touchdown run for Dalton Witherspoon on the first series. Then they hit a 50-yard touchdown pass. Dylan White caught it, and then they come back with a 60-yard touchdown pass to Dalton on a screen. So Windsor has been unstoppable. They start the second quarter with the ball. First down, or excuse me, second down at eight. At the Cole Camp 49, handoff left side. Here's Peyton Witherspoon with a big hole, and he's up over the 45, down to the 40. So that'll be a gain of about 11 there. Should move the sticks again, but you just got to love the balance this Windsor team has. I mean, they have mixed it up perfectly tonight. Uh, they've really been more balanced, I feel like, in this ball game so far than the last couple where they've really thrown the ball more. But uh, they have just uh, thrown it around a little bit. Run the ball really well. They brought out the screen, went for a big play, and uh, they are uh, a well-willed machine right now. First down and 10 there after that gain from Peyton. It'll be at the Cole Camp 40. Out of the shotgun with three wide receivers. Dylan Witherspoon takes the snap, handoff to Dalton, gets pushed back initially, and is bounced 
even further into the backfield, and he'll be thrown for a loss here as they bring him down all the way back at midfield. Boy, he ran right off the first guy, just kind of bounced off of him, and then was never able to continue back north that time. So that's really the first play in a long time where Cole Camp's been able to have any kind of push up on that defensive line. As they uh, were able to get into the backfield, Michael Wisman, the initial defender on the play, driving him back, Strathman finished him off. So that was a loss of eight. Brings up second down and 18. Dylan drops straight back to pass, now pulls it down, just going to keep it himself and get shoved out of bounds there. Almost a late hit as he brings it across the 45 up over midfield. So gets a few of those yards back, but still going to be well short. That was good coverage, though, that time in the secondary for the Bluebirds with those two deep safeties back there with Shear and Steenbergen trying to keep everything in front of them. That time they were able to do so. So third down and 13 now. 10.46 left to go here in the first half of football. Four wide receivers set for the Greyhounds. Shotgun. Dylan with the snap. Drops straight back now. Steps up in the pocket. Fires a laser over the middle. Caught by Hall at the 20, 15, over the 10, down to the 5. Man, that was a rocket from Dylan Witherspoon. Man, when he can step up like that, kept his eyes right down the middle of the field and hits Hall for a gain of about 49 yards down to the 6 of Cole Camp. And that will make it a first down and goal to go for Windsor. Already... At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. 95.3 KDKD, please bear with us as we experience some technical difficulties. Uh, we are trying very hard to connect with Spencer again. In the meantime, uh, we're going to hear another word from our sponsors. 
Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. And Brian, I think we, we're back. Uh, I think we met a lost connection there. We were cutting in and out for some reason. So I'll kind of watch here. May have to reboot, possibly. But if you missed that there a moment ago, we had a, another touchdown keeper for Dylan Witherspoon to cap off the drive. Two-point conversion was no good on that one. So the first missed two-pointer tonight for Windsor. So the score 30 to nothing with 9.26 to go here in the first half as the return here for Shear on the kickoff. So Windsor unstoppable in the game, 4-4. Four of four. They have uh, not been stopped on all their offensive drives here tonight. And right now, Cole Camp having a tough time defensively with that pressure up on the front four. And it's been the story, the offensive line for Windsor, dominant here tonight. And they have been one of those... Uh, uh, well, it's been one of those games where they've had every formation that they've thrown out has worked. So the Greyhounds back on defense. First down and 10. It'll be Shear with a quarterback keep right up the middle. And not a lot doing. He will get across the 35 to about the 36. Four, maybe five yards there on that run for Shear. But uh, they have been able to hold Cole Camp well on it, or 100 yards in this game, and as they haven't even been close to 100 total yards as of this point. A lot of different guys in there again, as is typical, making plays. Terry, we've seen Johnson as well making plays. Here's a nice tackle by Dylan White as they hand it off the right side this time. It's going to be Steenbergen with the call. A short gain on the play. Again, just a gain of a couple. So that was third down and four. Or excuse me, second down and four. So this will be third and four. Ball at the 47 and a half of Cole Camp. The thing is, kind of the odd thing, though, Cole Camp has found themselves in Windsor territory uh, three times tonight on the drives, but have not been able to finish it off. And it really, the, everything kind of went south on that first drive where they were moving the ball, had a fumbled snap, made it a fourth and long. And really, that first series, Cole Camp looked like they were just going to take it right down the field and score. But since then, not a lot going. They toss sweep it left side this time back to Steenbergen, and he's going to get to the 40-yard line. Short gain on the play as Dalton Witherspoon makes the tackle for Windsor. So fourth down, and we'll call it a long two now. Another decision time here for Coach Shear. They've punted twice. They've gone for it twice. 
Now we'll see what they want to do with uh, 7.40 left to go in the first half. Colcamp will get the ball to start the second half as well. So they're going to go tight set. Three backs in the backfield, tight into the right side. Shear going to keep it on the zone read right up the middle, and he's going to have the first down. Able to carry that ball across the 47 up to about the 49-yard line to move the sticks, gain of four to keep the drive alive for the Bluebirds. So with 7.24 to go, that's the first time they've converted on a fourth down here tonight. And that was kind of a dangerous play because, man, he was running right in between the tackles after he faked that handoff, didn't try to cut it to the outside at all. Stayed right in there as Johnson made the play. So first and ten, toss sweep to the left, right back to Steenbergen, lowers the shoulder and drives forward, takes the ball up to midfield. So a minimal gain there. And they've tried to toss plays a little bit more frequently on the last two series. They haven't been, had much success with in between the tackles as well, but that's where you can just tell this Windsor defense they're a step or two faster right now. Uh, Cole Camp having a tough time getting around those edges and Windsor defenders taking the proper angles to make these tackles and it's really made it tough sledding for Cole Camp to fight for every yard tonight. So second down and four. Ball right at midfield for the Bluebirds. Sheer out of the shotgun, has the snap, hands back off to Steenbergen up the middle, cuts out to the right, and tries to spin out of the tackle from Dillon, but there's big Marshall Mankiti. Marshall finishes him off right at the 46-yard line, short of the first down, I think, by about a yard or two. So Marshall, man, he, he's not going to let guys get out of too many tackles, that's for sure. He made sure he had Steenbergen wrapped up pretty cleanly there. So third down, we'll call it a long four. Ball is setting at the Windsor 46. 5.49 to go here in the first half. Still a 30 to nothing Windsor lead. Last drive, they capped it off. Dylan Witherspoon with a quarterback keeper. His first touchdown of the night as they run the draw. Shear brought down right at the original line of scrimmage. Actually falls forward. It maybe gave him, well, he only needed a yard and a half. They'll give him the first down by about the nose of the football. Just kind of fell forward, and that was able to get it for him. So a new set of downs, a couple first downs now on this drive for Cole Camp. So they're actually uh, letting their defense get a little bit of a breather right now. Take a little time off that clock. First down and 10 at the 45-yard line. Tied into the right wing, back to the left. And Windsor going to bring a little bit of pressure here, going to bring six. Oh, and they bit on the handoff. He faked it. And good read there that time by Shear. Keeps it up the middle on the zone read. Gets a couple over the 45, down to the 42 and a half. So two, three hard-fought yards, but Cole Camp will take that. You know, you let Windsor load the box up a little bit, bring a little extra pressure. And everybody kind of went with the dive play there. Thought it was going back to Steenbergen. And Shear able to run the ball for some positive yards. So second down, we'll call it a long seven. Line of scrimmage is the 42-yard line of Windsor. Ball on the right hash for Colcamp. And we got flags flying from the foreside line judge. Have had a few penalties tonight in this one. Five on Cole Camp, only two on Windsor. And this one's going on the Greyhounds. It's going to be an offside call. 
on the Greyhounds. So that will take the ball down into Windsor territory a little bit further and almost got him a first down out of it, but they put it down at the 43-yard line. So it'll be a five-yard penalty there, and Forrest makes it a second down and two. 4.23 left in this first half of football. And Windsor again pitching the shutout as of right now. Going to bring some more pressure here. A couple linebackers blitz. Steenberger gets the handoff right up the middle, and he's up over the 35 to the 34 and a half. So it's pretty much been all Steenbergen taking the handoffs tonight, really all sheer as well on those quarterback keeps. Camp's only thrown three passes the entire game. I want to remind you, if you miss a game or just want to go back and hear it again, visit the Windsor Greyhound page at mykdkd.com. All the games are available on demand along with a complete list of all of our sponsors. So first and ten here. Quarterback keep again, Shear off the left side with a hole, up over the 25, down to the Windsor 19. So this is by far the best drive Camp's put together since very early in this game. That was a gain of 15 yards and another first down for Camp. So the Bluebirds now right on the edge of the red zone, right at the 20-yard line. As they are now threatening a little bit, Dusty Johnson making the play along with uh, Dalton Witherspoon, but getting a little bit more push, that Camp offensive line getting off the ball a little bit better on this drive. So 3.24 to go, and they've taken about three minutes off the clock here late in the second quarter as well. Handoff Steenbergen off the right side, trying to cut it back in, but it's taken away, and there's Dalton Witherspoon. Excellent play by Dalton, taking that cutback lane away. And that's what Steenbergen likes to do. He likes to cut back against that grain, and Windsor's getting a bead on that in this second quarter. So that is a gain of two, brings up second down and eight for Camp. Line of scrimmage going to be the Windsor 18-yard line. Camp not in any hurry here. They're using the clock, trying to milk it down, and really trying to score here before the half and not give Windsor the ball back. They know they'll get the ball to start the second half. Camp will. As a keeper here, Shear fakes that handoff, but nowhere to go. That time, Windsor did not bite at all on that play as Dusty Johnson Corbin Terry, they were not fooled on the right side of that line. So no gain on the play. Brings up third down and eight to go. 2.14 left here in our first half. Line of scrimmage still the 18-yard line. Bluebirds break the huddle. Two wide receivers to the left side. But they, you know, have not proven to Windsor they can throw at all. But just as I say that, they will attempt to throw, and it leads to a disaster. It's a quarterback sack all the way back at the 30-yard line as they were trying to throw one out in the flat to the left side. But Corbin Terry had other thoughts there as he drops it for a big loss on the play. That's where Windsor, they're just putting seven, eight guys up there on the line of scrimmage. They are just daring Cole Camp to throw the ball at this point. With just three pass attempts, actually the fourth there in the entire game. So loss of eight makes it a fourth down and 18, and we're going to have a timeout called here by the Bluebirds. Should be the final timeout as well here in the first half for Cole Camp. So 126 left to go before halftime. All wins are here, 30 to nothing. We'll take it back to the studios, take a 60 here back after this.
At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Spencer Edwards back with you here in Cole Camp. Ryan Fry at the controls. 126 left here in the first half. Windsor four consecutive scoring drives with the big lead and Cole Camp trying to get on the board here before the half. Put together a good drive all on the ground. A couple good runs by Shear and then a run from Steenberg. And now out of the timeout, they've got a fourth down and 18. So they will go for it. Shear steps up in the pocket, throws over the middle. It's caught. By the tight end at the 15, he rolls forward down to about the 9. Boy, this is going to be awfully close. It's going to depend on the spot. But I think forward progress, it looked like at first glance, gave him the first down. But I don't know that we've had a signal. Yep, they just signaled. Yep, first down, Cole Camp. So gain of 20 to move the sticks down to the Windsor 10. So Cole Camp knocking on the door here right at the end of the half, coming up on a minute to go, and it'll be first down and goal. Two wide receivers split to both sides. Offset eye in the backfield. They run a toss pitch off to the right. And short gain on the play there. Pass or pitch, I should say, went to Grady Strathman. And Cole Camp, they got to hurry, though, now. They do not have any timeouts left, and they are up against the clock here. 45 seconds to go. So they're going to have to be pretty efficient if they want to punch this ball in the end zone. Coach Shear burned a couple ones early and then took one right there. So that's where it hurts you right here at the end of the half, not have those timeouts in your back pocket. So 30 seconds to go and counting. Second down and go low snap to Shear, and he is dropped in the backfield. Corbin Terry, another huge play defensively for Windsor. And Coach Shear saying, got to go, got to go, got to get up on the line and got to spike this. As Shear will spike the ball, that'll stop the, ooh, the clock's still running. And <laughs> clock ran off a couple extra seconds there, I think. But uh, we'll see what they, they may want to put a little more time back on as Shear comes over to the sideline as they stopped it with 9.7. And we'll see if they leave it that way or not. Sometimes it's pretty hard to catch uh, the officials on the field of high school. You don't have the luxury of TV look at the clock there to uh, add a little extra time. But they will leave it at 9.7, and it's a fourth down and goal here coming up, and they will go for it. They run a swinging gate set, center directly in front of the quarterback, takes the snap, runs a fade to the back corner, and the pass is nowhere close as it goes out of bounds as he tried to hit the intended receiver there. Gentry Deckman, what odd formation. They went offset 
put the line over to the left and just not handled well at all for Colcamp. That's where just running out of timeouts killed you there because uh, you were up against the clock, tried to hurry a little bit, weren't able to get in a good set, had to rush and spike the ball. And so Colcamp, man, that was a good drive, but they fell just short of the end zone with 6.3 left in the first half. And now Windsor with the ball back. But that Windsor defense bent on that series, but they did not break. As Dylan Witherspoon with the keeper here just runs it off the right side and runs out of bounds with one second still on the clock. And they will come back out here and have a second down play and just take this into the locker room. So it's going to be the largest lead of the season here at the half for Windsor at 30 to nothing going in to the second half with a huge lead out in front of him as they'll probably just take a knee here, take this into the locker room. Looks like Dylan just going to come up under center and take the snap. Oh, they will run a play. They run into each other, runs into his fullback there, J.J. Hall, and gets the handoff, and that'll do it for the first half. All Greyhounds here at the break trying to get to 7-0 and as they lead 4-2 and Colt Camp here, 30-0. to We'll be back in three minutes. Recap the half for you right after this here on KDKD. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. 
At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. In your car, at your office, and on your computer. You're listening to 95.3 KDKD, Clinton, Missouri. Spencer Edwards back with you here from Cole Camp, Missouri. We are at the half of our Week 7 Windsor contest here, and the Greyhounds rolling along 30 to nothing here over Cole Camp. And, man, this game started with a flash for the Greyhounds as we'll give you a recap of the scoring. Windsor took the football down first series, scored in five plays, capped it off with a 40-yard touchdown run. Dalton Witherspoon ripped off the run there off the left side. Two-point conversion was good to J.J. Hall. And then uh, they come right back, stop Cole Camp on their first series. Cole Camp was moving the ball but had a big costly fumble on a snap. Ball went over the quarterback's head and was recovered outside the 20-yard line. So that set Cole Camp back. They were in a fourth and long after that. And then Windsor took advantage of it. Stopped them on the fourth and long, got the ball back, and then seven plays later hit a 50-yard touchdown pass. Dylan Witherspoon to Dylan White as Dylan gets his first score of the season. Outstanding throw and outstanding catch as well. And then the final touchdown of the first quarter for Windsor came on their third drive. 60-yard touchdown strike on a screen over the middle as Dylan Witherspoon hit Dalton Witherspoon. Two-point conversion good on that as well, and very important for Windsor to hit all three of those two-pointers after missing a few in the ballgame against Wellington Napoleon last week. And then Windsor only scored one time in that second quarter. It was a five-yard run uh, by Dylan Witherspoon midway through the second on a quarterback sneak as they capped off a nine-play drive on that. The two-point conversion after that one, though, was no good. So one of four, or three of four, I should say, on those two-pointers in the first half for Windsor, and that's where we stand here at the break at 30 to nothing. Cole Camp has moved the football a little bit tonight. You know, they have put together some uh, consecutive plays where they've been able to get some first downs, but, man, they've had a tough time once they've gotten into the red zone, particularly there at the end of the half. They were moving the ball down the field, looked like they were on their way in to possibly score, and then really ran out of time. burned some clock as they tried to come up to get the ball spike, but they ran out of timeouts as they had burned them all earlier, and that's really a tough spot to be in right there at the end of the half. And then they tried to go for it on a fourth and long after they spiked it to stop the clock, went for it with about nine seconds to go in the half. Pass was sailed out of bounds. They tried to go into the back corner with a fade route, kind of an odd call, didn't hit it, and then that ended the half. So Cole Kemp knows they've got a major, major uphill battle uh, in this second half if they want to make this a ball game. But Windsor just playing their game. I mean, they are balanced tonight, over 300 yards of total offense, uh, four touchdown scoring drives, and, you know, you, you just look at all the weapons this team has. We've seen Hall catch some passes. We saw Dylan White catch that big touchdown. We know what Dalton can do. It's just another night for Dalton, you know, a couple touchdowns for him. Uh, Dylan with a touchdown on a keeper. So they are throwing and running, uh, doing both. But the defense, they are not messing around. They're saying, hey, we want another shutout here. They are on track to get it. Corbin Terry, Dusty Johnson, Marshall Menkiti, Peyton Witherspoon, 
all those guys uh, really playing well on the defensive side of the football. So uh, Coach Vinsel has to be very pleased here at halftime with the way his team has performed as uh, the Greyhounds looking for 7-0, looking for uh, a battle with Tipton as well Thursday night next week to stay undefeated. And, you know, this is a, a Cole Camp team. They'd had four wins coming into the night. They've beaten three teams that are common opponents for Windsor. They'd already beaten uh, Crest Ridge, Wellnap, and they've already played Tipton. And this is a team you may see in the postseason. So this was kind of a, a game where Windsor wanted to see, you know, a team that had a winning record that may be a possible district opponent, what, how they matched up. And it is all going Windsor's way so far after one half of football. Colcamp, though, will get the ball to start the second half. I want to thank our sponsors again here at the half. Again, it would not be possible without them, and you've been hearing from them, of course, all night long. I want to thank the folks at Central Missouri Community Credit Union, Gary's Towing, Henry County Library, T.H. Rogers Lumber, Jams Creation and Boutique, State Farm Insurance Agent Greg Franken, Windsor Furniture Company, Maryfield Pharmacy, The Boys Car Care Center, Windsor Farmers Co-op, Windsor Livestock Auction, and Rick's Tire, your proud sponsors of Windsor Greyhound football here all season long on KDKD. And, man, it's already about time for district play. And Weather cools off a little bit. You start thinking about playoff football. And the Greyhounds, of course, getting ready to go into the postseason, trying to defend their title. You look at Windsor's district this year. They're in Class 1 District 4. Uh, Adrian is the three seed as of now. If the season ended today, uh, they would be three. Cole Camp would be four. Skyline would be one. Windsor would actually be two. Skyline has the slight advantage as of now because of the point system. Uh, Skyline plays some you know bigger schools around the Skyline or around the Springfield area. They play some Class Two schools. Uh, Skyline though has a really big game coming up next Friday night with Warsaw. That is a really a game to watch, uh, probably one of the best games in the area, certainly, uh, next week. Now, I'm going to go down and definitely watch that game because Windsor plays on Thursday night. But Warsaw is undefeated uh, coming into tonight. And Skyline is, I think, 4-2 and two as well. And their two losses, one of which was to Valley Catholic, which is obviously a Class three school. So that should be quite the showdown uh, for Skyline in that one as they host Warsaw next Friday. And that may have some bearing. If Skyline drops that game, that possibly could move Windsor out in front of Skyline for the top seed in District 4. But, again, that can all change. Uh, Still have four weeks left in the regular season. I guess three weeks, actually. So that could all move up and down. And, of course, next week we'll talk more about that, look at the standings, look at the records again. Uh, Sherwood at the bottom, Midway at the bottom, and Lincoln and Crestridge make up the end of that district. So obviously going in, Windsor's the favorite. You know, everybody loves to look at the polls. Everybody loves to look at the standings. You know, I don't really care what they have Windsor ranked in the state. Honestly, you know, the the polls are, are what they are. But the fact is Windsor goes into the postseason still the favorite, certainly in their district. Uh, Skyline, I think, you know, they, they may have the top seed, but they're going to have to prove that they can beat uh, the defending state champs. And that very well could be a showdown depending on how the bracket lays out. We may see that game. Uh, in the quarters, like we did last year, or we may see it in the district championship game. That was one heck of a football game last year between Skyline and Windsor down at Skyline. Uh, I mean, that was really, honestly, one of the best high school games I've seen, and you would expect no different this year. Brandon Shelby, veteran head coach down there for the Tigers, you know he's going to have his team ready to play. But the key is here, going in these final three games of the season for Windsor, you just do not want to look ahead. you got Tipton next week. Uh, you got... I think uh, 
Lee Summit coming up. St. Michael's, that, that last game certainly uh, will be big. So you, you just don't want to take your eye off the ball. You don't want to have a slip up here right at the end of the season uh, going into district play because Skyline will be right on your heels either way. You know, it's going to come down to points on that, and Skyline may end up and edge them out. So uh, Tipton and St. Michael's, the two games left on the schedule in the regular season for Windsor. Next week at home, St. Michael's, the final game, is on the road. So we'll have to see how all this shakes out. It's going to be a fun final couple weeks of the regular season before we get going into district play. Again, here at the half at Cole Camp tonight, and Windsor up big, 30 to nothing. We'll go ahead and send it back. Another three-minute break here back after this on KDKD. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements.
cool breeze here now that the sun has uh, been set for an hour or so up here at Cole Camp tonight. Just a gorgeous evening, and it's all Greyhounds. Big lead up on the board at 30 to nothing, as it's been the Witherspoon Show again here tonight, as Doug would say. A lot of spoon feeding going on again here tonight. This Windsor offensive attack, they are uh, very, very fun to watch. Well, I was talking before we went to break there about uh, Windsor's district, of course, in District 4. They will play the winner of, I believe, District 5, which is Father Tolton out of Columbia, Fayette, Harrisburg, Russellville, Slater, South Callaway, who they've already played, Sweet Springs, and then Tipton, who Windsor will play next week. So you very well could see a couple other schools that you've played in the regular season possibly may have you know two or three rematches, uh, honestly, in district play with some of those familiar opponents. Obviously, District 3 uh, has got some good teams in it as well. Uh, you've got Ash Grove uh, having a good year. Uh, Marionville, who uh, Windsor, of course, played last year in the quarters, uh, beat them in a, in a game that was close early. Uh, so they may be in the mix again. Uh, Miller, uh, typically a decent team. Pierce City uh, is, a, is a good team down there in uh, District 3, and certainly a familiar foe as well in that district for Windsor, which is Thayer. Uh, who they beat in that thriller last year down in the semifinal round at uh, Thayer. So very well could be a situation where you see one of those southern teams maybe again, obviously in the quarterfinal round and maybe even in the semifinal round. Uh, Some polls that we've seen have Monroe City as the number one team in the state right now in Class 1, but that very well could change. There's obviously some good teams up there. Uh, in northern Missouri as well, uh, Mid-Buchanan, Westran, uh, both of those teams figure to be in the mix along with Monroe City. So it's going to be fun to see how the playoffs shake out as it always is. And, and you know, Windsor, they want to get back. You know, it is certainly not easy to do. You don't want to put the cart before the horse, so to speak. But, you know, you just got to go out and play your game. And I think that's one thing I've been so impressed with this year with this Windsor team is Coach Vinsel has done a great job of, I think, keeping the kids focused. Uh, they've started slow in a couple games, but really, you know, that's nitpicking a little bit. You know, they've been pretty much sharp and on point. They obviously haven't any, uh, they haven't had any close games late uh, at all. You know, they've been up 20, 30 points by the fourth quarter and no different tonight. So it's a case now where you just got to go out and stay motivated. You know, this is the biggest lead they've had all season at halftime, and you cannot take your foot off, though, at all. You've got to come out and play the same way you did in the first half, continue to run the football, and continue to play great defense. Uh, and really, you know, Cole Camp feels like they made some killer mistakes. I'm not saying, obviously, the game would be close had they not made those mistakes, but still yet, uh, they've really not played good football. They've put the ball on the ground a couple times. They've had some costly penalties. Uh, they didn't manage the clock well at the end of the first half. So, you know, Coach Shear certainly knows you know, his team. He probably told them at halftime, say, hey, guys, we can play better than that, uh, even though we're the underdog. You know, they're going to come out, even though this is a blowout at the half, they're going to come out and, I'm sure, try to play hard uh, in this second half, and they will get the ball to start it. So we'll take uh, one final two-minute break here, be back, and have the second-half kickoff for you right after this. AD. 
T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. About ready to go here in the second half. Final uh, seconds ticking their way off the clock. And the two teams back out there as well, ready to kick this off. Windsor getting ready to kick here in just a moment. Well, hey, football fans, the Kansas City Chiefs play on Rock 104.9, Truman Lake's home for Chiefs football every Monday. Tune in at 6 o'clock for the Chiefs' Kingdom Show to hear from Andy Reid and key players from last week's game. The Chiefs play on Rock 104.9, and those Chiefs, of course, have a big win Sunday night as the Buffalo Bills come to Arrowhead Stadium. Should be a fun one there. Of course, the rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Also, if you're outside the listening area of 95.3 KDKD, you can still take us with you on the Radford Media app. Download it on your Apple or Android device and get the latest news, weather, and stream, both on 95.3 KDKD and Rock 104.9, available for free. It's the Radford Media app. As we kick it off here in the second half, Shear on the return at the 15 over the 25 to the 30 for Cole Camp. And the Bluebirds will start at their own 31-yard line. Bluebirds right around the 90-yard mark of total yards there. Boy, it was a tough first half for them offensively. Windsor giving up a season low in yardage as well in that first half on defense. So not only did they get the shutout, they gave up the season low on defense, and they scored a season high in points at the half as well. And they just came out tonight right off the bus, ready to go. Coach Vinsel's team, they came out swinging. So Cole Camp will start the second half with the football here. First down and 10 at their own 31. Shear out of the shotgun set, two wide receivers to the left. As they'll hand it off, Steenberg and nowhere to go as he has stood up right at the line of scrimmage. 
as they cave that play in very, very quickly. That's a great play by Adam Johnson in there on the interior for the Greyhounds. Of course, unfortunately, tonight we did have an injury. Cody Combs uh, got hurt on a play, on a pass play, caught a ball over the middle. It was actually a gain of 15 yards, but got his knee twisted up after the play and came off very, very gingerly. So, unfortunately, he has not been able to come back in this game tonight, and hopefully uh, he will still be able to play this season, but we'll have to check on that next week. But that's a, a tough loss for the Greyhounds. Cody has been kind of that third wide receiver, but has done a really good job this year for Windsor has caught a couple touchdowns and a, a big target and you just hate to lose him particularly right here at the end of the regular season as Shear keeps it there on second down and gains maybe a yard on the draw play. Cole Camp tonight has only attempted four passes uh, the entire game. Everything else has been on the ground and they've only completed one. So third down and ten here for the Bluebirds at their own 32 out of the shotgun Shear under pressure, running for his life as he steps up in the pocket, gets up over the 30 to the 34, where he's brought down well short of the first down stick. Nice play by Cole Hess for the Greyhounds as he gets the tackle. Fourth down coming up, and it's been uh, tough tonight for the Bluebirds on fourth down. and they've, they've gone for it a couple times. They've punted once, and they just did not look good on these fourth down formations, even when they punted tonight. And Coach Shear, see what he wants to do here on fourth and eight from his own 34. It will be a pooch punt as Shear pops this one up, takes a little bit of a small bounce right in front of Dylan Witherspoon, who fields it at the 35, runs off to the right to the 40, 45, and a nice return up to midfield. I think they're going to spot him out right at the midfield stripe. But, again, that's another dangerous punt. Man, And he kicks that ball right to Dylan, doesn't make him move much, and he picks it up right there on one small hop. But fortunately, Cole Camp had enough of their coverage team over to that far side to force him out of bounds. So the Greyhounds start first and ten at midfield. They have not punted tonight in the game and trying to make this a fifth scoring drive with 9.52 to go in the third quarter. Out of the shotgun, Dylan Witherspoon going to keep it right up the middle and plunges forward as he is up over the 45 to the 46. Maybe a gain of two on the play, on the draw. Sets up second down and a long seven. They're going to send Dylan White out wide to the left this time. Hall in the slot left. Peyton Witherspoon over there as well on that left side. Hall, the lone receiver to the right. Oh, and some movement up front. Some movement up on the right side of the line, and this looks like a false start on Windsor, and it is. Big Marshall Mankiti, he got started early, and you're not going to miss it when Marshall moves early, out there at about 6'4", maybe 6'5". So everybody's going to know it when he jumps off sides, that's for sure. So that'll make it a second down and 12 after the penalty. Windsor with four penalties on him tonight. Ball back to the 47. On the right hash, Dylan Witherspoon under center. Straight handoff off the left side. Dalton angles left. Now gets that burst. Gets out of the tackle at the 40 and all the way up to the 30. So they easily get the first down. Uh, Dalton Witherspoon, that's what he gives you, that big play potential on every play. Anytime the kid touches the football, he's got the ability to get big yards, and 
you know, <laughs> that's where you get some penalty yardage on you. Eh, no big deal. You know, he he's going to come right back and get all that back and then some. So gain of 15, it'll be a first down and 10 for Windsor at the Cole Camp 30. Coming up on nine minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Windsor leading it 30 to nothing. Hall in motion across the formation. They're going to give it right up the middle back to Dalton. Bounces off of a tackle at the 25, down to the 20. Again, pounding his way forward. He's going to have close to another first down. It's all going to depend on the spot. We'll see if they give him the 20, and they do. So it'll be a first down gain for Dalton Witherspoon. It's time they come up to the line quickly here on first down and 10 at the Cole Camp 20. Hall in motion. They're going to give it to him around the right side on the jet sweep. Trying to turn the corner, but is not able to do so. That's a nice job out there in pursuit by the Bluebirds. Great tackle made by Mateo Cano, the junior left defensive end. Able to string that play out, and that'll make it a second down and eight for Windsor. Tight formation again this time. Two backs in the backfield right next to Dylan Witherspoon. He hands it to Peyton Witherspoon, and he's going to dive his way out to the 15. So short gain there. Wyatt Bryan in on the tackle for Colcamp. Ives in there as well for Coach Shear's team. So a little more methodical drive here on this series for the Greyhounds, taking some clock down. And that's the other thing about these games, or about these plays here tonight in this game, has been the case of quick scoring for Windsor. I mean, they have been able to score quickly tonight. I think their longest play was that first quarter series of eight. Third down and six from the 20. Witherspoon airs it out into the end zone, and it's overthrown. Going for that deep back corner shot to J.J. Hall. Put a little bit too much on that throw that time. So now Windsor in their first, actually I think their second fourth down situation here tonight. They got the last fourth down. And obviously why not? You're up 30 to nothing deep in Cole Camp territory. Coach Vinsel says offense is staying out there. So fourth down and six at the Cole Camp 16. They've got three wide receivers to the right, one over to the left. And now Dylan looks over to the sideline, and Coach Vinsel going to take a timeout here. So Windsor will talk things over. Fourth and six coming up. 7.28 to go in the third. All Greyhounds at 30 to zip. We'll be back here in 30 right after this on KDKD. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the Boys Downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Good crowd on hand here tonight at Cole Camp. It is their senior night here this evening and honoring their student-athletes here. This Cole Camp team over the years, they've always been competitive. Really, very few teams have been, I think, below the 500 mark. Coach Shearer has won a lot of games over the years up here. They have, of course, their big head-to-head rival, which is Lincoln, which is about, oh, maybe five miles down the road 
over here on Highway 65 in Benton County. So that is the Benton County Cup, or at least one half of it. Of course, you got Warsaw uh, in the mix. Warsaw actually plays Cole Camp in football pretty frequently, but they don't play Lincoln in football as of yet. As Dylan Witherspoon here on fourth down and six out of the timeout, going to keep it around the right side and stretches his arm out, and I think that's going to be enough to give him the first down. As he's up over the 10, I think they're going to give him the nine-yard line and move those sticks, says the official. Boy, just a great awareness by Dylan. Was trying to throw the back corner fade route again, but just pulled it down. Good coverage there from Shear on the edge for Cole Camp. And that, that's just what makes Dylan so tough to defend. He is a dual-threat quarterback, can run with ease, can throw on the run, and uh, basically kind of a triple-threat quarterback, very hard to defend because you want to play deep on him, but then they have all that open space, and he just takes full advantage of it as he hands off here to Dalton off the left side looking for the corner but not going to get it. As they run him out of bounds, a late flag comes in. They push him out at about the 10, and we'll see what this is going to be. This may be late hit unsportsmanlike possibly on Cole Camp. Ethan Shear kind of ran him out of bounds. Steenbergen ran him out late as well. And I don't know if they thought he got hit late. Wasn't a lot of contact. But the official came out and threw the flag after Dalton was out of bounds. So we'll see what the penalty marker is. While we wait here, gives us a chance to tell you that MyKDKD.com is Missouri Broadcasters Association's best local website for two years in a row. You'll find community news, podcasts, sports news, and games on demand, local weather, community events, and much more. Add it to your favorites. Again, that's MyKDKD.com. Well, they just picked up the flag, and I think a good call there. Definitely not enough contact for a late hit on that. So it makes it a second down and goal here for Windsor at the Cole Camp 9. Trying to add to this 30 to nothing lead. Trips to the right, one to the left, out of the shotgun. They run the option to the right. Dylan pitches it off to Dalton, angling to the right side, trying to get over the corner to the 5. It stays in bounds, and he is in for the touchdown. That is touchdown number 4 tonight. Excuse me, touchdown number 3 tonight for Dalton Witherspoon and his second rushing touchdown of the night to make it 36-zip. 7.05 to go in the third quarter, and that one, man, he tight-roped the sideline, turned the corner a little bit late, but still had plenty of room to get in. So that one about a six-yard run, first score here in the second half for the Greyhounds. Dalton Witherspoon over 200 yards rushing tonight again easily with the three touchdowns. He's averaging about four touchdowns a game as they'll kick the extra point this time. And Hess's extra point is perfect. 37 to nothing, Greyhounds rolling along. 7.05 left in the third quarter, back with a kickoff when we come back after this 60-second timeout here on KDKD. Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. 
At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. Welcome back. 37 to nothing in favor of Windsor with 7.05 to go here in our third quarter. Greyhounds tack on another one. Six-yard touchdown run for Dalton Witherspoon. As the Greyhounds ready to kick it off, Steenbergen back to receive for Cole Camp at his own 10-yard line. And we got whistles and a flag. I think we may have another false start here on the kick as Hess was kicking off right as the flag was thrown. And it is an offsides on the Greyhounds. I've seen that a couple times this year. Windsor's had some penalties on special teams, and a couple of those have been offside penalties. So that's something I think Coach Vinsel knows. That's probably one area of the game where they could tighten things up a little bit. Heading into the playoffs is special teams play, the kicking game. I think Windsor is going to be a team, though, even in the playoffs. We saw it last year in the run in some of those big games in the playoffs against Skyline and against Thayer. They went ahead and went for two. Uh, they did not uh, try to start kicking extra points in the postseason much. But certainly the kickoffs will be big. You know, you, you want to utilize that if you've got a good kicker on kickoffs to play that field position game as Hess gets off a of beauty there on that kick. As Shear goes back, takes it up over the 10 to the 15, over the 20, and that's going to be a I, mean, I thought I had another flag come out, but officials started to maybe call a block in the back, but thought better of it. So short return for Shear, and it will be a first down and 10 coming up here for Cole Camp to start this drive with uh, the clock rolling now, the mercy rule in effect with 6.35 to go in the third quarter. Cole Camp tonight, they have been in the red zone once have been very close to the red zone twice in this game. So they moved the ball a little bit and have not been able to cap anything off into points as Shear going to keep it on the quarterback draw off the left side over the 20 to the 22. But this Cole Camp team, and we knew coming in, they were going to be primarily a running team as basically all the teams Windsor has faced so far this year have mainly run the ball. And that's where, you know, Windsor just has not seen a pass-heavy team as of yet. Uh, typically, honestly, we saw it last year, though. Windsor is a team that throws the ball, I'd say, way more than most of the Class 1 teams they play. And that goes for even teams they may see in the playoffs. I think Mid-Buck last year in the state title game, they did throw it uh, more than any other team that they'd seen. But with as good and as deep as this defensive line is for Windsor, it's just really, really hard to run on this team. I think your best chance for success is Steenbergen gets another carry here, a short gain over the 25 to the 26. You know, your best chance is to really put pressure on this secondary, stretch the field, uh, because they can move so many other guys in on the front four. It makes it tough. I mean, you've got to have really good blocking schemes, really good front line play to be able to knock Windsor off the ball if you're going to try to come in and just run right down the middle. So third down and four here. 
Here they go to the air. Shears passes off the hands, incomplete, where they had a shot there at Bryan. Looked like a catchable ball, but couldn't reel it in over the middle. That was kind of a quick pop pass, quick developing play. It couldn't convert, so it brings up a fourth down and four for Colcamp with 4.40 left to go in the third quarter, and Coach Shear going to take a timeout here. So Bluebirds will talk it over on this fourth down coming up. We'll go ahead and step aside as well. We'll be back in 60 right after this. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs 437 left to go here in the third quarter 37 to nothing greyhounds well on their way to another victory here tonight trying to get out to 7 and 0 they will welcome in tipton again that'll be thursday night next week i believe that's october the 14th so we will not have a friday game next week so out of the timeout, Coach Shear decides he wants to punt. As Shear will punt, and this is partially blocked at the 10, and it's going to squib out of bounds. It's not even going to make it to the 30-yard line. So about a 9, maybe a 10, 15-yard punt there. And I think somebody for Windsor, it might have been Terry, got a piece of that. Either that or it might have actually tipped off one of the up men who was set up to block or for protection on that for Colcam, but it might have actually caught him there in the back a little bit it's kind of tough to tell but uh, it definitely was tipped to some degree and that will give Windsor the ball deep in Cole Camp territory now to start this drive with 428 left to go in the third quarter trying to get up over the 40 point mark and get up over their average here if they can put one in the end zone on this series. They hand off on first down at 10. This will be Peyton Witherspoon up over the 25 to about the 21. So a nice gain on the play of about six. Starting to mix Peyton in a little bit. We've seen Hall carry the ball a couple times tonight, but it's been another huge game for 3-0. That, of course, being Dalton Witherspoon. Three touchdowns for him tonight. Two of those rushing. Dylan has a touchdown on the ground as well on a keeper and has also thrown two touchdown passes. As Dylan going to play fake it here, bootlegs out to the right on second and four, keeps it around the edge, and he's up over the 20, has the first down. As they'll give him about the 10-yard line, it looks like. There's those wheels again from Dylan showing what he can do. He's basically just another running back back there at quarterback. I mean, he can run the football. He would be probably a, a good starting tailback for most other teams in this state, but uh, can sling the ball around this year. He has proven 
you know, we know how well Kenton Sargent could throw the ball last year for this Windsor team, particularly the deep ball. But Dylan has shown, you know, he has worked on the deep ball this year, and his passing game has really developed nicely. They're going to go back on the ground here. J.J. Hall right through the middle. Oh, he lowers the boom and just runs over a guy at the one-yard line, and he's into the end zone for another touchdown. Oh, man, he just decked somebody. The steamroller at the one-yard line for J.J. Hall. And that is about as impressive run, really, as we've seen all night. I mean, he had a full head of steam right through the middle, and a defender came up, and he's on a receiving end of it right at about the one. Man, that was an impressive run to make it 43 to nothing. Hess will come on to kick the extra point. So Hall on the board now tonight with his first touchdown. High snap here on the kick. Dylan, though, gets the snap down, and the kick is good for Hess. So he's two for two on the extra points tonight. And that'll make it 44 to nothing as the Greyhounds basically right at their average now with two touchdowns here in the second half with 3.11 to go in the third quarter. So we'll take it back 60 kick when we come back after this. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. TH Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. TH Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, TH Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local TH Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Three eleven left to go in the third. Windsor tacks on six more, leading 44-0, getting ready to kick off here at the 40. As they have uh, come in here tonight and kind of ruined senior night a little bit for Cole Camp. And well, the wind was taken out of the Bluebird sail early on in this one, and Cole Camp. Got down really early. This was 20 to nothing at the end of the first quarter, 30 to nothing at halftime. And things got rolling early for the Greyhound offensive machine as they fumble here on the kick return, but able to pick it back up, coming up the middle of the field, 25-30, and they pile him up at the 35, near fumble there by Rigo DeWitt. Had the wherewithal to pick the ball back up, though, and uh, – had some yards there on the return, but he had guys flying down the field right at him after he fumbled the ball, but made a little bit out of it. So first and 10, Cole Camp will start at the 35-yard line here. Well, hey, Alexa, add the MyKDKD skill. We're everywhere you want to use, where you want us to be. Stream 95.3 KDKD here, local community news, your favorite podcast, and more with the MyKDKD skill on your Amazon Echo device. Just ask Alexa to add the MyKDKD skill. As they fumble the ball here on first down and 10, as they put it on the ground for the third time, but they get the ball back, Sheer able to get the ball after they fumbled the snap. 
So three fumbles in the game, actually, and uh, Windsor has not recovered a fumble in this one, though. They've been awfully close. Neither team has turned it over, even though Cole Camp has come very, very close. And almost one right there. Windsor, though, that's the other thing about this defense. They've been getting turnovers as well. We saw it in the last three games. Had a couple picks in the Callaway game. Uh, a couple turnovers were forced last week as well. On second down and 13, Shear rolls out of the pocket to the left, throws a strike up to the 46. It is caught very close to a first down. Nice catch there by Dalton Brandt, and that will move the sticks for Camp up to the 46-yard line, still on their half of the field. But that was uh, definitely the best throw all night by Ethan Shear. Put that one right on the money. Rolled him out of the pocket a little bit. Shear had only completed one pass out of five attempts up until that point there. So first down and ten. Under a minute to go now here in the third quarter. 52 seconds left. Shear rolls out. They go to the air again. That pass is incomplete. Nobody out there. Nearest receiver was the deep slot receiver over the middle trying to get it back to Dalton Brandt again there. But it falls to the grass incomplete. Well, this grass field over here, is uh, looking good over at Cole Camp. Talking to Rick Grundon, the athletic director here at Cole Camp before the game, and he's telling me this is a new surface, and uh, they have not played a lot of football on it as of yet. Of course, they have a soccer program over here at Cole Camp as well, and they have their own soccer field. So they don't play any soccer, I don't think, on the football field, so that keeps this grass over here pretty nice and green. And of course, still with a lot of rain, uh, it's in pretty good shape for this late in the year. Most grass fields are brown at this time of the season, and also with mud out there in the middle of the field usually. Here's a nice run for Steenbergen. That's a first down. Gain of 15 on the play to move the sticks for Colcamp. Well, Steenbergen's had a couple nice runs tonight, but just hasn't popped the big one for six, but got close there. So that run takes us to the end of the third quarter, fourth quarter when we come back, 44 to nothing. Windsor on top. Final quarter when we come back in 60 after this on KDKD. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. Welcome back. 12 minutes on the board. Final quarter here with Windsor in control. Cole Camp with the football, though, trying to at least get some points on the board tonight. They've got a first down at 10 coming up at the 42 pass thrown low by Shear and almost picked off. Way very close to a pick was uh, J.J. Hall there. Also Dylan White in the area. A pass just not quite far enough out there intended for Brant to tight end. So that sets up second down and 10. 
from the Windsor 42-yard line. And looking out there to see, it looks like Coach Vinsel still with that varsity defense, most of those guys still out there. So that tells you right now they want this shutout. They have given up a couple touchdowns late in games the last three weeks where the JV defense gave up the score. So it was really you know, technically a shutout. Varsity held him scoreless. And he may just go ahead and leave them out there tonight and say, hey, we're just going to make sure that goose egg stays up there. Here we get a delay a game on Cole Camp before they try to run the play on second down and ten. So they lost awareness on that play clock that time. And that will back them up to the 47-yard line where it will be second down and 15 for the Bluebirds. Out of the shotgun, Shear with the snap, back to pass. Going to throw it out in the flat right side, caught by Steenbergen. Sheds a couple tackles and a nice little run there up over the 45 to the Windsor 41-yard line. Still going to be short of the first down. Steenberg has had a lot of touches tonight. He's had by far the most carries in this game, kind of similar to what we saw last week with uh, our guy Owens, man. He, <laughs> as Brian, our studio producer, will tell you, he was touching the football every play, it felt like, last week for Wellnap. Brian was telling us, he's like, is the only guy out there they have, Owens? Do they not have any other players? Uh, they were basically... Given him, I'd say he ended up carrying the ball probably 14 times. We kind of have that tonight with Steenbergen, although Shear has run the ball quite a bit. Now he's looking to throw again, and he's dropped for a sack back at the 46, trying to roll out to the pocket to the right. And that was the six of Caleb Eaton as he introduced himself and got the sack. So that makes it fourth down and 14 with the clock rolling at 9.46 left to go in the ball game, And it's going to be a fourth down and long up on the board for Cole Camp. They definitely have tried to throw more here in this fourth quarter, but it has not gone very well for them. Five sacks tonight in the ballgame for Windsor as well. So still trying to get that first true shutout of the season here as Shear drops back to pass. They're going for it here on fourth and 14. Oh, and he sails it over the head. Had a wide-open guy down at the 30-yard line, but he misses... Gentry Dickman, who was running wide open out of the backfield, but put a little bit too much on the throw, and that may have gotten him on the board. He would have had a lane to run had he caught that up the sideline, would have had a chance to score. But it stands still, 44-zip, 8.53 to go, and Windsor with another stand there on fourth down, so the Greyhounds will get the ball back. And it looks like Coach Vinsel going to go ahead and keep the first team out there on offense and kind of thought, well, maybe he'd pull them out at this point. You've got to the 44-point mark, but I think they, they want to go for one more. So they'll go out of the shotgun. Four wide receiver Seth Roberts now in at tailback. He gets the handoff, his first carry tonight, takes it up to midfield. Nice gain on the play. But this one tonight, folks, never in any doubt, Windsor... They were ready to go right off the bus. Scored on their first four offensive series. Got up 20 to nothing at the end of the first quarter and never looked back. So not sure what to expect next week out of Tipton, but obviously Windsor are going to be heavily favored in that Thursday night game. 
Um, again, this Cole Camp team beat Tipton, I believe, earlier in the year, so uh, Windsor are going to be heavily favored in that game, obviously. Here's a draw play. Peyton Witherspoon lines up at quarterback and runs the keeper there off the draw, and a gain of 15. A first down takes it all the way to the Cole Camp 40 to move the chain. So that play a moment ago may have been the last one. Yeah, it looks like he has gone ahead and taken Dylan out of the game. And uh, now we have get some of the second teamers in there with 7.20 to go here in the fourth. So Roberts in at tailback. So Dalton uh, looks like his night is done, and they're going to go ahead and stay with Peyton Witherspoon at the quarterback position. So Hall in motion. He's still out there. They fake the jet sweep to him. Again, Peyton will keep it off the left side, gets around the edge, has the 45 to the 30, and he's going to be awfully close to another first down. They spot him out about a yard shy. Over 500 yards tonight, again, for Windsor. Total offense, just a huge night. But, I mean, you look at these touchdowns balanced across the board. Four rushing, uh, two passing. They only missed one two-point conversion. They've gotten two extra points as well. And the only thing left is to officially get that shutout right here. And they want to go down and score, and even if you don't score, you take enough time off where Cole Camp won't have a chance to get the ball back again as they hand off here right up the middle just to eat some more clock as Roberts gets the carry. Short gain on the play. I think he does have the first down, though. He only needed two and gains three. So it'll be a first down and ten for Windsor. Six minutes to go in the ball game. My partner, Doug Neff, will be back with me Thursday night. Doug uh, doing some racing action tonight. I believe he's down in uh, Wheatland, Missouri at Lucas Oil Speedway. And then don't forget we've got Clinton Cardinal football as well. JV football for you on Monday night. Clinton Cardinals will return home to take on Harrisonville. That'll be Monday at 530 right here on KDKD. As a keeper around the right side, Peyton Witherspoon takes it down to the 16-yard line. Another nice gain of about seven on the play. So Coach LeFevre's team trying to snap a losing skid as they fell last week. Tough loss up at Excelsior Springs last Monday night. Six to nothing. Had a chance to win the game at the end, but uh, the pass a little bit off. So Clinton, they've gone through the gauntlet, though. They played three of those tough conference teams with Oak Grove and Excelsior and Pleasant Hill all in a row. And obviously Harrisonville not going to be an easy game either. So second down and one here for Windsor at the 16. Hand off to Roberts off the left side. Shakes out of the tackle. Boy, good job there by Seth to keep the legs moving. Gets down to the 10-yard line. That'll be a first down. Gain of seven. And I think next year, watch out, this Seth Roberts is going to step in, and I think he is going to be a very talented running back for this Windsor team next season. You'll lose Dylan to graduation and also lose Dalton. Obviously those two very big sets of shoes to fill, but uh, from what little we've seen of Seth this year, kind of a backup running back, plays a little bit of spot time on defense. He has, though, the potential to be uh, a solid tailback. As he gets a call here, runs right through the middle, nice hole for him. He is over the five, and he's awfully close to the end zone. They're going to put him down right at the one. So Seth almost had himself a touchdown as well. With 4.05 left to go here in the ballgame, 
and they will actually put him down at the three. So it didn't get quite as much forward progress as I originally thought, but uh, he may get himself a touchdown right here as Cole Camp subbing a couple guys in and out. Looks like they've got some of their younger kids now in the ball game as well. And not sure why the – or they did call – okay, they called a touchdown on that. So he was across the goal line. And this is the two-point conversion. And they put 50 up on the board, and they throw the pass over the middle, and it's incomplete on the two-point attempt. So they – I never saw a signal, but evidently they did, did give Seth a touchdown on that. And that made it 50-0, two-pointer no good. So 4-0-5 left to go in the ball game, and we'll have the kickoff when we come back back in 30 seconds right after this. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. Four oh five left here in the ball game. JV running back Seth Roberts getting himself a touchdown. So that makes the fourth different Windsor player to score here tonight. As the lead out to fifty to nothing. Four oh five left to go. And man, this Windsor offense tonight just gaudy numbers again. Passing totals, 7 of 11 tonight for Dylan Witherspoon. Two touchdown passes as well off of those. and Didn't really have to throw the ball as much here in the second half. But uh, three touchdowns here alone in the second half for Windsor. That being the first one here in the fourth quarter. So Windsor going to kick off at the 40-yard line, looks like. And the kick in the air. It's going to be kind of a low-line drive kick, fielded on the run at the 20, coming off the left side over the 35, up to the 40 on the return for Cole Camp. So Waller on the tackle there for Windsor. And the JV defense, again, it'll be up to them. Can they hold the shutout here at the very end of this game? But, you know, it's kind of one of those things that's skewed a little bit because technically you had it. You know, the varsity D was out there. But it's not a shutout until it's officially a shutout. So now Coach Shear, he's going to go ahead and take a timeout here as well. And probably going to see his JV offense come out. We'll go ahead and keep it here. And want to remind you, if you've uh, missed a game or just want to go back and hear it again, just check out the Windsor Greyhound page. That's at mykdkd.com. All the games are available on demand along with a complete list of sponsors. So two games left after tonight in the regular season. Tipton at home Thursday night, and then we'll be on the road uh, the following Friday up at St. Michael's in Lee Summit. And we'll go ahead and pause here. We'll send it back for a station ID as well. So we'll take it back to Brian right now. In your car, at your office. 
on your computer. You're listening to 95.3 KDKD, Clinton, Missouri. Thank you very much for that, Brian. Heads up, as always, on that. 3.32 to go, and Windsor back out here on defense with a full uh, freshman crew, it looks like, out there. But I'll tell you what, this JV defense, they've gotten in a lot this year. Obviously, no close games for Windsor yet in the fourth quarter this season as the snap sailing over the head here of the new quarterback for Cole Camp, and he has to go back and fall on it all the way back at the 25-yard line. Grant Steenbergen now in the game at quarterback. He is a freshman, and that one a little bit too high to handle. So that will be spotted all the way back at about the 27-yard line for Colcamp. So barring a major, major big play here, it looks like Windsor will be able to get the official shutout. JV defense got close last week. Gave up the late score to Owens for Wellington Napoleon. Steenbergen takes the snap. Going to run the option pitch off to the right. And no yardage there. Unable to turn the corner. The tailback there. I believe that was Skyler Bartlett on the carry for Colcamp. A freshman tailback and uh, no gain on the play. So it makes it third down and nine. Well, actually got three. So gain of just a few there to make it third down and 19. 2.23 left to go here in the ballgame. And again, we will be watching that Skyline Warsaw game next Friday night down at Skyline. That'll be. An interesting one, to say the least, and could have an impact on uh, Windsor's district because as of right now, I think Skyline coming into this week still the top seed just because of points. They do have a couple losses, but if they drop a third game to Warsaw, that might hurt them, but it might not because Warsaw is a Class 2 team and Warsaw is undefeated. So that will be very interesting to see who comes out of that. But if Skyline wins that game next week, that certainly could help them possibly lock up the top seed in this district, which is Class 1, District 4. So no gain on that play there. They ran it back up the middle to Steenbergen on a little handoff, so just using this final 127 here. It's going to be a fourth down and 19. Cole Camp not in any hurry, just taking his clock down. But, man, the Windsor Greyhounds came out tonight, and they gave Cole Camp no thoughts of hanging around in this game. Coach here, he is one of those guys, he's not going to leave his timeouts here, man. He's, he's going to take his timeouts, by gosh even at 50 to nothing. So 113 to go in the game. We'll step aside. We'll be back in 30 right after this. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! One thirteen left to go here in this one. Spencer Edwards back with you here tonight. Brian Pryor, studio engineer. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank our sponsors as well again. And uh, The Greyhounds at 7-0. and And again, last year, last time the Greyhounds ended their season they were undefeated and they are on a path to do it again right now at least in the regular season though two more games left and 
don't want to get too far ahead of yourself, but it's looking like it could be another undefeated regular season for Windsor as the Bluebirds will punt here on 4th and 19 with 109 to go. Punt is away. High punt, and they let it go. Windsor almost came up to field that, and they do down it right at the 40-yard line. It's a high punt there. Didn't have much distance, though, on it. So Windsor's JV offense going to get maybe one final crack at it. Probably just going to take you out the knee here and just kneel the ball down with 42 seconds to go. No need to probably run any play. And the shutout, Brian Fry will stand. So mark it down, 50 to nothing. Windsor are going to come out of here with a dominant win, to say the least, to go to 7-0. Against a team with a winning record, though. I mean, a team in Cole Camp that had won some games, came in 4-2, and two, and, you know, you didn't know how this one would turn out, but this one never in any doubt, as that's the final Final 11 seconds run off the board, and the Greyhounds roll to victory. We'll go ahead and just keep it here since we've been through all of our timeouts tonight. Brian, we'll go ahead and just wrap it up from here. Uh, I want to recap the scoring for you, though, before we sign off for tonight. Greyhounds, almost 600 yards tonight, folks, of total offense. That is a bunch. I don't care what level of football you're playing. Uh, That is a lot of yards. Started tonight, first series for Windsor. They take it down, they score in eight plays. 40-yard touchdown run by Dalton Witherspoon. So just like that, about two minutes into the game, Windsor's up eight to nothing as the two-point conversion was good. Then they get a stop, come back, score again. 50-yard touchdown pass, Dylan White caught it on a bomb thrown perfectly by Dylan Witherspoon. I mean, he put that football right on the money as uh, Dylan White gets his first touchdown of the season. Uh, extra point, two-pointer on that as well was good on the pass to J.J. Hall. Then they end the first quarter with a 60-yard touchdown pass. That was on the screen play as Dylan Witherspoon hit Dalton Witherspoon. Some more spoon feeding going on, and two-point conversion was good on that as well. Only touchdown in the second quarter then for Windsor was the five-yard run by Dylan Witherspoon on a keeper right up the middle. Two-point conversion was no good on that one. So the score is 30 to nothing in favor of Windsor at halftime. And then in the second half, in the third quarter, six-yard touchdown run. It started again on the first series. Uh, Dalton Witherspoon gets his third touchdown of the game. Extra point was good. Uh, Then J.J. Hall caught a 20-yard pass over the middle from Dylan Witherspoon on the following drive. That happened midway third quarter. And then Seth Roberts caps off the scoring tonight for Windsor with a touchdown in the fourth quarter, an 11-yard run. Extra point on that was no good. And by the way, those two touchdowns in the third quarter for Windsor, those were extra points. Uh, Everything else was two-point conversions. So the Greyhounds roll tonight 50 to nothing over Cole Camp. They will be ready for Tipton Thursday night. So it'll be a little bit of a short week, uh, be a little different playing on a Thursday night, but you know Windsor will be ready to go, be anxious to get right back home in front of those home fans for week eight. And they'll be looking for another dominant win. Obviously going to be heavily favored in that game. And then the defense tonight, I mean, what else can you say? Six sacks. The, really the only thing tonight the defense didn't do was get a turnover, although they were close. Uh, Cole Camp fumbled the ball three times. Didn't recover it, though. You had a case there where they were very, very close, just couldn't recover one of those. It was one of those cases also in the first quarter where there was a near pick as well by Cole Camp. But uh, honestly, you know, if you can pitch a shutout without forcing any turnovers, that's pretty good. And that's one of those things, though, that we've seen 
that happens for Windsor, you're going to get turnovers. Their defense is good enough. That will happen. They've already forced several uh, in these last three ball games. So I think tonight may be the first time Windsor's defense has not gotten uh, an interception or a fumble recovery tonight. But still, they hang the goose egg up there on the board to finish this one off strong and also got some of those JV kids uh, in there for some more time at the end and also got a JV touchdown as well there at the end with Roberts. Before we go tonight, again, want to thank our sponsors one final time. They are Central Missouri Community Credit Union, Gary's Towing, Henry County Library, T.H. Rogers Lumber, Jams Creation and Boutique, State Farm Insurance Agent Greg Franken, Windsor Furniture Company, Maryfield Pharmacy, the Boys Car Care Center, Windsor Farmers Co-op, Windsor Livestock Auction, and Rick's Tires. That's going to do it for our coverage tonight from Cole Camp, Missouri. On behalf of our studio engineer, Brian Fry, doing a great job back there tonight as always. I am Spencer Edwards. Have a good rest of your weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you next Thursday night for Windsor football uh, against Tipton, but we'll be back on the air Monday night back at Clinton. We'll be at Cardinal Stadium as the Clinton Cardinals will take on Harrisonville starting at 530 for Monday night, Clinton Cardinal football right here on KDKD. So that'll be our next action for you. Full week of football coming up for you again next week here on KDKD, Monday and Thursday. Have a good evening, everybody, and enjoy your weekend. Thank you for joining us.